Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got some great stories of compliance, and our first story of the day is from Bride 2022, Sweet Tea. This happened a while ago, but I love this story. I worked at a high-end steakhouse for years. I live in the south, so when someone orders tea, you ask them if they want sweetened or unsweetened tea. Anyway, I was waiting at a table of four businessmen, and I go to take the drink order. I'll order a drink from the bar, and three of the four want water as well. The other gentleman orders tea. Okay, so I ask him, sweet or unsweet? And he says, just as sweet as you are, sugar. Ugh, gross. So I bring him an unsweetened tea and told him it was just as sweet as I was. The look on his face when he sipped it was priceless. The laughter from his colleagues when they figured it out was priceless. And my tip? About 50% and more than $100. Not bad for a four top. Honestly, they were a fun group, and I'm glad we could all get a laugh. See, I'm just glad that this was a situation where, after OP made that joke, it didn't escalate. You know, this wasn't some macho dude all up in their feelings getting showed up. It seems like they all took it in stride and it was overall actually a pretty nice experience. That said, in this specific situation, where the entire situation was sweet or unsweet and they say just as sweet as you are, sugar, is that something worth reporting to like a manager or anybody that's like supervising? Or is it light enough that you should just try to ignore it? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from the oncoming Storm 66. It could stand to be a little more done. While cooking the bacon for a family breakfast, I was told that the bacon could stand to be a little more done. Now I in no way leave bacon raw. Overall, it's been reasonably cooked, less than super crispy, but the way everyone in my family likes it normally. So when asked to make it a little more done, I made absolutely certain that it was done. I cooked it until there was no fat left and the grease was all but drained. That poor piece of bacon was tough and dry, but it was definitely more done. Also, for clarification, American bacon, not ham. Well, now this is actually a controversial topic, because depending on the person, or maybe even depending on the day, you might want your bacon cooked a certain way. Some people like it almost charred, some people just like it slightly crispy, some people prefer floppy bacon. Personally, I like it crispy but not overdone. Let me know, what's the right way to serve bacon? This next story is from TLF Scarheart. Super short compliance. This is kind of a stupid one, but it made everyone involved smile, so I'll share it. In my classroom, we have reading right after recess. First, I read a chapter of a book to calm the class down, and then they read from their assigned books. At the moment, we're reading the BFG. Before anyone calls me out on the timing, I was already three chapters in when Queen Elizabeth II died and had no way of knowing when I started that she didn't have long left. We were just getting to the exciting part, where the main characters are planning how to stop the giants from eating any more children. When I finished my chapter for the day, one of my students begged me to keep going. I told him no and that it was time to move on. 
He started pleading, please, just one more word. I sighed and opened my book and read, it. Then I closed the book saying, time for you to read. The students all giggled, including the one who had asked me to read more. The main teacher was smiling too. Overall, good vibes. The student relented and got out his book and did a fine job reading that day. I've seen the book, the BFG, on library shelves and around all my life, but I don't know the connection to Queen Elizabeth II. Apparently somebody in the comments said that they make a pretty important appearance, so I don't know, I'm feeling pretty ignorant in this situation, but this was overall a really cute story. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Revolutionary Cream 21 Malicious Milk I used to be a shift lead at a locally owned drive through coffee establishment in Arizona. Awesome co-workers, awesome customers, and just an all-around fun job. There's a lot of lingo that goes along with being a barista, one of my favorites being the term breathe, to describe a cup of steamed half-and-half half with any number of espresso shots. It's my favorite term because of the following events. Early shift, Sunday morning, 6am, hungover from the night before. The hot morning sun is scowling into my eyeballs through my squinted eyelids. I cradle my shift drink in my palms like the lost holy grail. Cue the Sunday morning rush. Everything is dandy as myself and my co-workers bust out line after line of cars awaiting their delicious, delicious caffeinated beverages. Smiles all around until know-it-all Nancy arrives in her oppressively expensive Buick. My co-worker approaches the Buick with point-of-sale tablet in hand. The shenanigans begin. Their interaction appears tense, and she returns shortly after appearing confused. She wants a 32-ounce iced breathe latte, no ice with a single shot. What do I do? Ah yes, half and half with a splash of espresso. For those who are unfamiliar, this woman had asked my coworker for a 31 to 1 ratio of half and half and espresso, and was apparently rather rude about it. Sounds like a job for the shift lead. Now it's my turn to talk to Nancy. Hello miss, so you asked for a 32 ounce iced breathe latte, no ice with a single shot, correct? She says yes, Starbucks does it for me all the time. It's just coffee and cream, how hard can that be? Your coworker must be R word. She clearly wanted a cup of coffee with a splash of half and half, but we were now past the point where I felt obligated to correct her grave mistake. I was fuming. My coworker, being in earshot, understandably burst into tears and disappeared into the storage room. Nancy showed no shame. Okay, ma'am. I repeat her drink order back, word for word, once more, before she confirms with all the arrogance she could muster. Like my wage master says, the customer is always right. When I return with her snow white beverage, she loses all of her crap. Gone. Out the window. Her face glows beet red as she complains, that's not at all what I ordered. Are you our word too? Yes ma'am. Have a blessed day. I shut the window and step back to watch her wide mouth lob obscenities towards the glass. Through her tantrum, she attempts to throw the 32-ounce cup filled with half and half at the drive through window, but it catches on the frame of her Buick window instead, thus spilling that milky retribution into her lap and on her upholstery. Sweet, sweet karma. With one last freak you, she sped off into the morning sun. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Never to be seen by myself or anyone else at the shop again. The real kicker is that this was during the summer, so if she didn't have time to get her car cleaned out, it definitely smelled like rotting milk by the end of the week. My coworker felt better after I explained the events she'd missed. We finished the day joking and laughing about know-it-all Nancy and her big stinky Buick. Be nice to tipped workers, thank you. I'm guessing whenever they happen to go to like Starbucks and order this, they just understood the mistake that was being made and corrected it? Because I think that everybody that understands the coffee terms knows that what they ordered here is exactly that, a big old heaping cup of half and half with just a little splash of coffee. Like in theory, even at Starbucks they should like make that drink for them exactly that way. And our final story of the day is from Mr. Saturday 45 Boss says I have to scan packages before I load them, then gets mad when I refuse to load unscanned packages. First things first, the backstory. I work at a large hub facility of a well-known shipping company as a package handler. Essentially, it's our job to handle the packages, as the name implies, pulling them off trucks, sorting them out, and putting them on new trucks depending on where we're put in the facility. I work with the main delivery trucks that deliver packages to homes and smaller businesses. The packages come with barcodes on the side, as well as small spot labels that allow someone to see the address which part of the facility they go to, and which truck they are to be put on. We used to be given small scanners that would scan the barcodes in order to ensure we didn't put the packages on the wrong trucks, or get a package that didn't belong in our area, as sometimes the labels could be wrong due to human or technical errors, or a package might lose its label. The trucks are even fitted with sensors, so if you scan a package and try to walk into a truck where it doesn't belong, the scanner would start to whine. With that set up, now enters our main antagonist in the story, Alan, my former supervisor. Alan is a short skinny guy with a thin mustache and is a micromanager of the highest degree. He always walked up and down the trucks to watch us work, watched us from a distance or close by with his arms crossed to get us to work faster, constantly told us to grab all of our packages as they come to us, despite the fact that they go around on a moving conveyor belt that literally loops them back if we miss them, told us to load up our larger packages as soon as we get them, despite the fact that it makes it harder to move through the trucks and place other packages on the shelves, and even hopped into some people's trucks to move packages around the right way, his way. I can go on and on about Alan, But today, I'm here to vent about just one of these events, or we would be here all day. So anyways, Alan had me and all of the other package handlers of our area in a group texting chat in order to tell us our start times for our next shift, as well as compare our work speeds to each other via our scanning count. I assume to make us feel bad and work harder, but we don't really care. Around that time, the number of packages we misloaded onto our trucks, as we call it, had increased. And ever since, Alan had been adding to his group messages that we need to scan every package and make sure we're aiming for zero misloads. 
annoying, but nothing too serious. At least I thought. On to the actual story portion. So one day I'm working on the belt as usual, and my scanner suddenly decided to screw up on me. As they tend to do if smacked or the battery comes loose. I go to Alan and ask him if he could help me fix it or give me a new one to use. Instead, he takes it and tells me to keep loading my trucks without the scanner and just use the labels on the packages. This isn't really allowed and instead, I chose to stack the packages in front of the truck so I can scan them once I get a new scanner. Alan eventually comes down and tells me to just load them into the trucks normally and to stop stacking. Frustrating, but I shrug and do it to try and avoid any real conflict. That evening, Alan messages the group and lists out our speeds, with me at the bottom, and is once again spouting on that we need to make sure we're scanning our packages before loading them, and even comes to talk to me the next day about my number of misloads. I'm angry of course, as he's the one to tell me, but at that point I was still fairly new to the job and didn't feel comfortable arguing with the supervisor, so I just try to continue on with my work with a mental note of always scanning my packages no matter what, so he can't pull this again, unaware that this will be my malicious compliance later on. Fast forward a few months later, Alan's leaving for real estate and is training one of the package handlers to be his replacement before he leaves. By that time, I'm fed up with all the micromanaging and pestering and can't wait for him to be gone. It's about the final week of his employment that I'm working the belt, and once again my scanner frigs up and stops working. I hand it over to Alan once again, and just like before, as if he never cared about scanning, he tells me to keep loading the trucks. I smile to myself and nod, so I continue stacking my packages in front of my trucks, waiting for that new scanner to arrive. Not long after, Alan comes back with the trainee at his side. He asks me what I'm doing, and I tell him I'm stacking my packages. Once more, he tells me to keep loading my trucks, and this time I talk back telling him I'm not loading them without a scanner. I have to admit at this time, I was done with Alan and let my anger get the better of me, raising my voice and getting a bit shaky as I have a very hard time dealing with anger, especially after dealing with his crap for so long. The trainee tries to settle the situation and tell me to just keep stacking and they'll get a scanner right away, but is interrupted by Alan telling me once again to load my trucks, this time louder. I flatly respond no, and thus it goes back and forth like this for nearly half a minute before I eventually tell him to get it to me in writing because I'm not getting fired over this. Remember, we're not supposed to load a package without scanning it, and can indeed get in trouble if they prove we did it intentionally. This seems to get him even more mad and he eventually tries to pull the head supervisor card. He asks me if I would like him to go get the head supervisor to try and intimidate me. I guess. I wasn't able to chuckle in my anger and just told him to go ahead and get him. Him and the trainee walk off with him storming down the belt. A few minutes later, the trainee comes back with a scanner in hand, apologizing and telling me to just get back to work. I didn't see Alan for the rest of the day, and if memory serves, the rest of his final week as well. Sorry if it's not as explosive as some of the other posts, but this was just my first real malicious compliance and I hope you enjoyed the read all the same. And to any supervisors reading this, please just let us do our freaking jobs. This is one of the most satisfying forms of compliance, where you know somebody above you is doing things totally wrong and demanding you do things totally wrong, and they threaten you with going to somebody above them to report you. It's like, please, please do, get them involved. 
they'll realize how much of a moron you are. And the rest is history. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy malicious compliance story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 